2: And good morning. This is Computer Talk with TAB. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at TAB. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning, 800-966-WTIC, if you want to call us from anywhere in the nation, and then 522-WTIC here if you want to call us locally and get online. So you guys heard about a caucus that recently happened, sort of, kind of? They're still kind of counting the votes. They can't figure out how to count votes, uh, which is, you know, we found that here in Connecticut, too. But we won't go into that. Uh, but uh, the folks in Iowa uh, really screwed up. And, and, and I mean, on a, such a massive scale that it really, again, brings up my point about why you can't really hire politicians to deal with IT technology issues. Because uh, they don't know what they're doing, frankly. Um, we're going to put a link up here from The Verge talking about... How this got so screwed up uh, with the uh, Iowa caucuses, and how they they tried to use technology and found out it's a little harder than you think it is. Um, some of the, they talked about it being a coding error, right? That's all you heard on on TV. It was a coding error that caused this problem. Coding error. You want to know what it was, guys? They released an app from a company called Shadow Shadow Inc. They released an app. That was not verified by the Apple stores or the Android stores as an app that could be installed like a regular app. So they then had to have the app kind of sideloaded and, and try to circumvent security on Apple devices and Android devices to get installed on the phone. Now, if you've heard my show, or our show, I should say, if you've heard our show, people are not that sophisticated. It's hard enough for, for people to just figure out how to load an app the right way on their phones. Imagine trying to load an app around about security break-in modification way to get it on your Apple device. And Apple's fighting you the whole way, saying, security warning, this can't load. This is not something we trust. Don't be putting it on here. It doesn't work. That's the decoding error. They did not do it the right way. They didn't release the app in a professional, correct way.
1: They went through a beta site
2: a beta site that they that then even was a free service that wouldn't even give them that they didn't even bother spending the enterprise money to release the app in any any way shape or form in the right way even on that beta test site i mean it's it's breathtaking how awful this app was deployed and to to expect average users you know volunteers Kept, you know, trying to run these these crazy, complicated caucuses that they do in Iowa, to try to expect them to load the app.
1: Well, they didn't even get a certificate for the app.
2: No, no security <laughs> certificate. No, it was completely. It was kind of like your like your middle school kid did an app as to how to calculate, you know, how many baseballs a guy throws in a baseball game, and he did it as a side project. That's what the, these guys did here. Shadow Inc. That's what they did for the Democrat Party, and. Look what you got. A a god awful mess. And for the even for the news to call it a coding issue still, when it's tr- it's purely a deployment issue, they did it rush job, did it well, within two months. Who was in charge? I, 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 That's
1: I, obviously nobody was in charge. Nobody.
2: But again, this is what gets back to my point here in Connecticut where we have cybersecurity czars that are pretty much bureaucrats. You you, you need people who understand technology to deploy technology and deal with technology and write laws about technology. I mean, you, this is what you get when you have folks who don't understand these things. And then, then it comes down to just basic execution. You, you can't give people 20 minutes to hack an app into their, into their phone and, and hope it works.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, that's kind of what they ask them to do. And again, you know, people, you can, you probably know a ton of people in your own lives who can't figure out how to load just basic apps, you know, Honey, I hope you're not listening. But, I mean, just try to talk my own wife through loading things on her phone. Legitimate things is a pain in the hiney. Try to get it to be done in a ridiculously convoluted way to to break security rules with an Apple to get it on their phone. That's why it didn't get on their phone. It didn't get on more than half of the actual volunteers' phones because they couldn't get it on.
1: I'm trying to remember the term they had for uh, like when Apple to make it so that you could uh –
2: it was a verified.
1: Yeah, make sure it would, that you could get around that, and I forget what it was. There was a term. Oh, jailbreak. Jailbreak. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, they didn't want they didn't you didn't have to jailbreak your phone to get it on there, but you had to download the app from a non authorized source with no security certificate and get it on your phone.
1: To, well, it's, you, it's a beta app. That means it was a test app. <laughs> exactly. right well, they
2: paid sixty five thousand dollars for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know how many lessons you can learn from this, but. Other than we probably don't want bureaucrats dealing with IT and technology. It's a whole. That's my point of all this is that we really need people to step up in the IT world to run for office because because you know we've got plenty of attorneys and they're wonderful people. They can write laws, but they don't understand the technology of what they're writing. And uh, here's the kind of here are the folks that are trying to count votes for the most important office in the land, and they destroyed it. They just made themselves look like fools. So uh, I'll put the link up here from the Verge. You can get a better understanding of it. And uh, just how breathtaking it is for these these guys to do this, and uh, they deserve all the bad press they're getting for it. What do you got, Bob? What do you have for news that you wanted to bring up?
1: Oh, I got I got quite a few articles. Yeah. Okay. Um, which, which one to start with here? Oh. Um. You
2: want to talk about the charging
1: one. Yeah, we can go with that. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. lawmakers propose a new nationwide EV charging network in a new bill.
2: Wait, wait a minute. They want they want the taxpayers to pay for nationwide charging
1: stations. Well, right now, private companies are doing it. Right. Okay. Uh, but they yeah. have to, you know, they have to get a return on their investment. Who's they? You know, the the companies that are investing their money, oh, putting sure. in an electric infrastructure. Of course. I mean, you know, these are all private companies. When well, right. you go in there, you pay. You know, I mean, it's fair. You're paying. You know, you're for what you get. Yeah. But anyway, uh, representatives. Yeah. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, oh Democrat from New York, mm-hmm. and Andy Levin, a Democrat from Michigan, mm-hmm. want to make it easier than ever to drive an EV. Right now, the push to develop a nationwide network of electric vehicle charges is being led by the private sector. Right. Companies like Electrify America and ChargePoint are building stations in cities along highways throughout the country, but the networks are still relatively undeveloped. Two members of Congress, New York's, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Andy Levin of Michigan, Mm -hmm. both Democrats, Mm -hmm. have proposed a new piece of legislation that would see U.S. government get into the business of building a nationwide charging network within five years, according to a report published Friday by Reuters. The bill...
2: Reuters, Reuters, Reuters.
1: Reuters, I like Reuters better. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) The bill, which uh, Congress people are calling the EV Freedom Act... (laughs) (laughs) Freedom. E-V they have to freedom. use the
2: word freedom. Well, uh, you know, they have to market it somehow. you
1: got to think about who wrote the bill. It's got to be free. EV
2: Freedom. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay.
1: <laughs> it is backed by several environmental groups, mm-hmm. and even the United Auto Workers Union- which makes sense given Representative Levin's constituency. Right. Yeah, electric vehicles, and guess who's going to get the contract to put it in? Yeah, <laughs> this is the infrastructure bill that we need to be rallying around. Representative Ocasio-Cortez said in the oh, statement, "A lot of naysayers will say they are trying to get rid of cars. We're not trying to get rid of cars. We're trying to actually advance and improve our fleets. Mm-hmm. We have to go electric, and that's fine. But
2: they shouldn't. We shouldn't be paying for it. Uh, let the private." folks you don't pay for we don't need to, oh my goodness this is ridiculous
1: originally the railroads were paid for by private companies mm-hmm. you know and then look what happened when the government took them over it's <laughs> <That's> true <laughs> building uh, all of these charging stations across the u.s. wouldn't be cheap but both members of Congress argue that the cost will be partially offset by the number of good paying jobs that it creates uh, this yes. is similar to <laughs> the, uh, this is a similar line of thinking the to the one employed by the proposed Green New Deal right. resolution, which was introduced in 2019 by Senator Ed Markey mm-hmm. and Representative Ocasio-Cortez. Right.
2: Okay, great. There well, we go. We're going to pay for charging stations. Well, you know, money. we
1: only have to double your income tax to pay for it. <laughs> Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> We're going to be here until 11 o'clock, guys. Feel free to get online. We have four lines wide open on this lovely Saturday morning, Eight hundred nine six six 966 wtic 522-WTIC. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything we talk about today will be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you go to Facebook and uh, like Tab Computer Systems, it might get into your news feed as long as Zuckerberg deems it worthy. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is computer talk with Tab. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open. Generally, around in the next twenty or thirty minutes or so, the lines are all jammed up, so you guys are all wake up. But uh, feel free to get online now if you'd like. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC, and we'll do our best. Take your comments, questions, and concerns, and we can talk about the coding error that was the Iowa caucuses. <laughs> <laughs> coding error, and now you know who even cares who won the caucuses. But the point is. It wasn't a coding error. Well, it was might, a deployment error. They <laughs>
1: might have a do-over.
2: A do-over? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not going to waste anybody's I've time doing it. I've heard to talk about that. Well, they want to recount. But that guy already got pounded back, I guess. The Democrat chair got pounded back as far as even asking for that. What a mess it's going to be. What a mess. Let's go to Danny and Glastonbury speaking of our resident groupies. Hey, Danny.
3: Hey, guys. I listen, uh, with my tablet lately, when I send emails, yeah. say I, I send, send somebody an email that says, Mary has a cold. Yep. They get the email and I've whether I dictate it or I type it, they get the email and it'll say Barry has a cold. It's changing the words.
2: Really? So yeah. when you see it typed on the screen, does it say Mary in the first place oh, or yeah.
1: what? So my question for you is in your um in your voice recognition app, mm-hmm. did did you train it? Now it sounds like a foolish question, but
3: No, I didn't train it. Um I didn't trade it, but, uh, you know, I noticed what would happen is I'd send somebody an email that sent me an email back, yeah. and then I'd notice the email I sent him was worded differently or had different words in it than the email I sent. Right. So I've specifically uh, done testing where I dictate something, and then, then I'd type the same thing, and then I'd send it to my wife, Yep. and it's changing it from the time I hit the send button and she receives
2: it. It's happened to me, too, with Google. I was dictating um, something as I was driving to my wife, and uh, it had something about, you know, I'm going to kill you or murder you or something like that, and I don't even know how or why it said that. Uh, then I had to respond, no, honey, I didn't say that. Google said that. And I'm, what, <laughs> what, what, I'm not sure what Google's thinking about me right now, but...
3: Right, but I mean, I'm typing it, too, and it's changing it when I type it.
2: Well, that's weird. Um, the dictation has caused trouble for me, but... Uh, and then I usually have to warn people that I'm dictating because I just say, look, I'm, I'm dictating this, so please mm-hmm. ignore any craziness. Yeah. Uh, because it, it does seem to do some weird things. Typing it and changing it, that's even stranger. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make any sense at all as to why that would happen, Dan. I, I don't right. know what to tell I, you. I
3: sent somebody a, an email yesterday, and it was about like important medical information, mm-hmm. and I specifically read it twice before I sent it, and it was only two sentences. Yeah. So I know exactly what it said. Right. And it changed three key words.
2: So that yeah, maybe you've got some sort of auto uh correct running on the um, on the system as well, where it's mm. taking what you've put and, and changing it. But if it's not misspelled, because it's it's the one actually spelling the
3: word. Yeah, like I said, the Mer- Mary has come up as transmitted as after I send it, and comes up Barry. Yeah, and I don't even know Barry, and I've never typed the word Barry.
2: Right. Well, like I said, even in my thing to my wife, why would I tell you say like I'm going to kill you or something like that right. one? And, then, and that wasn't even in in the phrase. Uh, So there are some weird things going on with the Google dictation. Sounds like a
1: man-in-the-middle attack. Yeah,
3: (laughs) it does, but it's not. It's just
2: a system misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't have any answers for you, Danny. I've I've only seen it occasionally on my dictation. Why it would happen in typing, I couldn't tell you. It it shouldn't change it like that. I would turn off some of your autocorrect features. You probably have some turned on uh, within the apps that you're using and see if that changes anything, because it's trying to assume you're doing something wrong.
3: Hey, on a bright note, SpaceX announced that they're going to have a an, uh, an IPO, an, uh, an initial public offering for the Starlink satellite network of hmm. SpaceX. Hmm. So you're going to be able to buy into share stock mm-hmm. of the Starlink system. Interesting.
2: What about the uh, other thing? We, we kind of had some fun uh, last week t- trying to figure out what the uh, service song is going to be for Space Force. Uh, have you thought about um, what the actual... Folks are going to be called, you know. you get the, you know, marines or the marines. What is spaces. this? Right. What are they going to call them? Right. Ast-
3: spaceys. They're going to call them spaceys.
2: Astro warriors. Yeah. Space. I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like it's going to be a funky thing.
3: Star. Oh, what was that movie? That crazy sci-fi movie. Was it Star Rangers or Space Rangers?
2: Space Troopers. Yeah, when they're fighting the troopers. bugs.
3: Maybe they'll call them Space Troopers. I'll take that. That they makes sense. the big bugs.
2: Yeah. Troopers, though, has a bad connotation.
1: Starship, Starship Troopers.
2: Starship Troopers, yeah. Yeah. But these will be space ones. Well, we'll see, Danny. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yep. But take it, take it easy. Our resident groupie, Danny. We're going to go to John in East Windsor. Hey, John. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. What can we do for you?
4: um So I have a uh, about eight-year-old HP desktop with Windows 7, and it it's running fine, you know, occasionally a little slow here and there, but I'm thinking about replacing it with a new machine, um, obviously with Windows 10.
2: Yeah.
4: And so I know you guys are probably sick of recommending, you know, specifications to people. And so generally, I, I you know, I listen to you guys, so I, I kind of remember what you recommended. But yeah. I have a question on, so what I'm looking at is, um, it's an HP desktop. Um, I'm trying to, so it's got, you know, one terabyte of storage. Uh-huh. Um, it's got 12 gig RAM, and I'm so. My question, I guess, is, um, is it worth spending an extra two hundred bucks for an i7 processor as opposed to an i5?
2: If you're going to be doing video editing, or if you're going to be doing anything that's processor intense, the answer is yes. If you're just okay. going to be doing basic, you know, surfing and emails and you know basic yeah. calculations, then then no, an i5 processor is probably plenty of power. What generation processor?
4: Uh, it's a ninth generation. Okay, good. So yeah, it's, it says it's an i five ninety four hundred. Okay. Um, so okay. yeah, and I cause I just I, I I could afford the extra two hundred bucks, but I'm, I definitely won't be doing any anything you know video editing or, or anything like that. Okay. Um,
2: what about the hard so. drive? You mentioned it was a terabyte drive. Is it solid state, or is it spinny? Seventy two hundred rpm. Is it standard drive? It would say SSD if it was solid state. If it's not solid uh, state, I would it, tell you to do it, that.
4: I, yeah, I believe it's, it says 1 terabyte HDD storage.
2: That's a regular hard drive. So, so if you want to see some for that. You want to look at a solid state drive. So, okay. if you can get a, you know, 512 solid state for maybe a little more money than what you're paying now for the 1 terabyte traditional drive, mm-hmm. you will greatly appreciate that. It's okay. a very fast boot up. Or a hybrid drive, but they're harder to find hybrid drives in the consumer market. Um, where it has a, has a portion of the drive that's solid state and the rest is a spinny st- spinny style drive. So
4: okay, yeah, I, I think when I was and this one I was just configuring it just to kind of see where I was going to end up in terms of price if I mm-hmm. went with the basics. Um, but I, I think there were some options for um, for the hard drive in terms of you know configuration. So yeah, I'll, I'll go back and look at that because if yeah, if you think it makes more sense to spend the extra money there, yep, um, then I, I can definitely do that.
2: Yeah, okay. based on what you're doing, that's where you'll get your best bang.
4: All right, perfect. Oh, you know, last question, and then so maybe the answer would be no. But in terms of, so there are options for a graphics card. Mm-hmm. You know, what it comes with versus all these other options that start at 179 and and up. Um, mm-hmm. Does it? Am I okay going with? you know whatever it comes with
2: or... generally again if you're not doing video gaming or video editing yes whatever yep. comes with it will be plenty for for streaming and video work and as far as website work and stuff like that uh, sure. the moment okay. you want to do gaming or you want to do video editing then you might want to consider a a video card that has a, a dedicated graphics processor which would be an okay. Nvidia style card with you know two gigs of RAM four or 8 gigs of RAM. it all depends on your budget you can buy you can spend a thousand bucks on the video card itself
4: yeah, if okay. you to. luckily uh, I won't be doing any of that. So, uh, yep. <laughs> But, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I figured I'd be good, but um, there were so many options I, I wanted to get your input on that. So, sure. um, all right, so thank you. I, I think you've given me all the information I need. All
2: right, good luck, John.
4: All right, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Take care. Right, yeah,
2: bye-bye. All right. So uh, we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online, eight hundred nine six six WTIC 522 WTIC. We'll uh, do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Before we go to a break here, we got maybe a minute, Bob. Did you wanna bring something up?
1: Uh well, I got an article. It's yeah. Tesla Cybertruck stars and quick back to the future remake.
2: Is it gonna be a remake? A back a quick
1: remake? Yeah, it says if uh if you Ever wanted to see the DeLorean DMC twelve replaced with a Tesla? This video is for you. Oh, okay. So okay. it's kind of a. Uh, so they created uh, a. Um, I don't know if you'd call it a parody or whatever, yeah. but they did a remake using the Tesla Cybertruck.
2: I can't wait to see one of those on the road. I mean, those those are one well, of the ugliest looking trucks movie I've ever would seen. Be the closest thing I guess. To find at this point. I mean, Tesla has a cool style of their of their cars in general, but that well, truck this is truck just is ugly. Weird. It's, ugh. But hey, whatever, man, whatever floats your boat. Okay. So all right, it'll be out there. You want to put a we'll put a link up we'll to it? Link out there. All right, very good. So guys, we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Four lines wide open for you on this lovely Saturday morning. Feel free to get online hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Everything that we talk about will be posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com, which is the name of the show com, which also works. And if you follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Says, along with whatever else you're doing on Twitter, which I can't figure out, it'll get into your news feed. We'll be right back. So we are back. And I play that tune from Les Miserables because the French are not going to take it anymore and they are going to fine Apple for their throttling of the iPhone. So you guys might remember a couple of years back, you know, Apple was slowing down your iPhone in an effort to save it from itself <laughs> because the batteries uh, obviously were kind of... Dying and you couldn't replace the battery. And so in order to kind of save the phone and save your experience, they are slowing down your phone, of course, also inducing you to consider buying a new one. <laughs> but we digress. It turns out the French were not too not too happy about it, and they are going to not take it anymore, and they're going to find them $27.4 million, <laughs> which is about 55 minutes of revenue for Apple. <laughs> you go French. You you go. You you give them heck. G- good job. <laughs> You're not going to take it anymore. Um I'll put the link up here for my favorite um blog out there in uh Britain, The Register. Um but yes, the French will will not stand for it. <laughs> Apple <laughs> 24 I mean, what's his name there could expense it. Uh Who's the uh CEO over there? Uh, of Apple, do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Tim Cook. Tim Cook. Yeah, you yeah. Can just expense it. All right, let's go to your calls. We're going to go to uh, Mark and Cheshire. What's going on, Mark?
0: Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I just want to thank you for your show. I enjoy oh. it every Saturday. Thanks. I want to tell you about my experience from going from an uh, old computer with 7 to a new computer with 10.
2: Are you a happy guy?
0: I'm very happy. Oh, Good. And I'm very happy with my uh, 512 uh, solid-state hard drive. Mm-hmm. It's instant. Right. Unbelievable. Shutting off, turning on. Yep. It's amazing.
1: Was it worth the few extra dollars you paid?
0: I thought the price was great. Uh, good. 499 for an i5 ninth, ninth generation.
2: That does sound like a good price.
0: It is, yeah. Uh, I uh, Of course, being a student of yours, Mm-hmm. I As soon as I turned it on, the first two things I did was load WebRoot. Yep. And open DNS. Nice. And uh, I backed up the old uh, computer. My uh, TurboTax worked. Mm hmm. It filled in all my information so I didn't have to load it again. Good. And then I went to uh, download my Garmin Express. But evidently I wasn't on the right site. Oh boy. And all of a sudden. Webroot popped up and said, "There's a worm oh, on the site. Stop." Good. So I did. Good. So the Webroot worked. Yep. And the machine is great, and awesome. I'm very happy.
2: I'm surprised OpenDNS let you go to that site.
0: Well, I checked it to see if OpenDNS was working, mm-hmm. and it was.
2: Okay, so they may not be aware of it being malicious. So hopefully they will be. They will be hopefully soon, so nobody else goes to it. But I'm glad WebRoot was able to catch whatever you're you're loading there. Good. That's why you
1: need multi-layer of uh, security. security.
2: Yeah, you can't just trust one company. So with with OpenDNS, you're using Cisco, and with WebRoot, you're using WebRoot, which is now owned by Carbonite, but it is what it is. So uh, great. I'm glad, Mark. You get a gold star. I think you're the first gold star I've ever given out in 25 years.
0: Well, I owe it all to you. (laughs) Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much.
2: Yep, thanks for the call. Okay. All right, bye bye. I'm glad. I'm glad he was able to uh, have such good luck there. It's awesome. Let's go to Monique in Plainfield. What's going on, Monique?
5: Hey guys. Hey. So, a long time listener, first time caller. Mm-hmm. My question is: If you're building a house from scratch, what would be your technical wizardry must haves as oh, far as wiring, etc.?
2: Well, I would run a Cat six wire from a central spot. You know, maybe either in your basement or on your first floor to all your bedrooms, you know, and anywhere you're going to locate a uh, TV uh, so that you can do, you know, a nice hardwired connection to your uh, devices.
1: When uh, I bought my house, the walls were open. Yeah. So I ran both a cable and two drops to at least two walls in every room in the house. And in the bigger rooms, I did multiple. Right. And... So I got hard wiring everywhere. I don't use that much of it, but when I want to move something, I don't have to run cables underneath the carpets and right. all that to get across the room.
2: Yeah, so definitely consider where you might be putting streaming devices or any kind of computer and run a Cat6 cable. And like Bob said, you could run it one one drop on each wall if you want to be extra coverage. Um, that would be my thing because I, I if I can avoid streaming it wirelessly, I would. Now, the technology continues to improve wirelessly. Uh, so also consider cams, right? Outdoor cams. If you're going to be doing any kind of monitoring of your home, consider running wire to where you might hit the corners of your, of your house. So you can hit all, all four corners with, um, nighttime cameras if you wanted to do any of that. Um, and then I would consider what I've done for, for home automation is if if you think about home automation, it's basically based on the switch. Um, when you, when you have home automation that is not connected, that's connected to an old-fashioned up-or-down light switch, if you have the light programmed to go on, but the switch is in the off position, guess what happens? It doesn't go on. Uh, So from what the research that I've done, if you could consider using smart switches, which are programmable smart switches, then you can pretty much control any device that's on that switch. So if you want to program outdoor lighting, you want to program anything, if you've configured the smart switch to do whatever you want to do, then that way you don't have to worry about somebody leaving the switch in the wrong position so your automation doesn't work. Now, I'm not an automation expert, but those are some of the basics that I would consider. Um, Is there anything you're looking to do with your home specifically uh, that's kind of geeky that you're trying to accomplish?
6: No, just wanted to you know touch as many positive bases as possible.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, those are the basics. If you run some wires, you're never going to have to think about it again. Um, But again, wireless technology is getting really good. I just replaced my wireless router in my home, and it is a monster. Uh, I mean, you can almost feel your hair go back when you walk up close to it. Uh, <laughs> but oh, that might—that really? that may not be healthy. I don't know. But uh, uh, who knows about that? But I think hardwired, obviously, as far as my, my line always is, wired always works. You don't have to deal with any interference. It'll always work. Um, and if you do cat six wire, you're pretty much covered for almost anything you can throw at it. So, All right, great. Well, c- congratulations. Where are you building the house?
5: Uh, you're not going to believe it. Uh, about a half a mile from where we live right now. Well, that's okay.
2: I've heard that type of stuff before. That's cool. All right. Well, Good luck.
5: Well, thanks very much. You're welcome. All right. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah,
2: but consider home automation. It's I don't know how many folks have had any good luck with it, but there's so many... You, you invest in an ecosystem, right, where it's either going to be this automatic robot or this automatic light or this automatic whatever. You're, you're going to have to try to find this ecosystem, ecosphere that's going to continue And But so many of these things fail. And then all of a sudden you're left with a smart this or smart that that doesn't even have a company behind it. And like we talked about with um, Sonos, they were going to stop updating the the speakers, the older ones. You know, you invested in this quote-unquote cool wireless smart speaker technology, and then they decide they're not going to upgrade it. And the old one, you know, the legacy stuff, that's really infuriating, (laughs) you know? Transistor radios still work, right? I can turn it on, and I know it's sound, it transistors. Half the kids out there are like, what is that? But um, it works. It still works, 100 years later. So I don't know about why technology these days has to be so obsolete so fast. Uh, it just seems like it has to. Uh, let's go on to Beatrice in Cromwell.
7: Hey, Beatrice. Hello. Uh, love your show. Thanks. First-time caller. Oh, great. Um, I just got a new computer, a new laptop, Um. An HP laptop, because I had Windows 7 on my other one. Yeah. So I wanted the um, Windows 10. Mm -hmm. So um, I've just had it for a month, and this week I turned it on, and the screen just keeps blinking and blinking. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, so um, I called HP, and they said that, I mean, she went into the computer and did a few things and said that it's, I guess, a hardware problem, and Mm -hmm. I have to send the whole machine back. How old is it? A month.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry.
7: <laughs> so uh, there's nothing you can do with, with this blinking. If, um,
1: it's, if it's less than 30 days, you should be able to take it back to the store where you bought it. That's true. Uh-huh. And have them replace it.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, that way you're not dealing with this. You just hey hey, this thing is busted out of the box, and they'll give you a new one. If, you're saying it's less than 30 days, Beatrice?
7: Well, no, I think it's just over, actually. I bought it on the... I mean, uh, I. mean, bought it on the second of january so it's just over you
2: still might depending on the store they still might honor that um and and you can swap it out
1: close you're over by a week
2: yeah yeah. they might they might stand behind it and swap it out for you because there's nothing you can do other than send it back send it in for repair but to have a brand new machine like that be repaired is not a good start um so i would consider bringing it back with your receipt and seeing if they'll swap it out you know they'll probably put it on their bench and test it real quick and and you can even reference the call. Did they give you a uh, a number, a ticket number on the call, a support number, case number, case number? Yeah, a
7: case you. number. I got a case number.
2: Great. So if you bring that and reference it, you might just be able to swap it out if the store is kind of wants to keep you happy. It's a local store. Best Buy. Yeah, I, I think you should try it.
7: I didn't buy it here, though. I mean, I bought it where my nephew lives because he okay. helped me set it up.
2: That's okay. They should still honor it for some. I mean, heck, watching my wife return things. You can buy you can buy in any state you wish and return it in a different state as long as it's in the same store. Uh, I mean, I had no idea how easy it is how easy it is to return things. <laughs> My wife makes it just uh, makes a sign. Don't return
1: too many things on uh, well, just about anywhere. Well, that's true because they keep track. That's true. If you return too much stuff, then they ban you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you found that with your wife? No. Uh, okay, but I've right. read about it. All right. Yep, that's true. So go ahead, get on, get in, get in the car, and head over to. The Best Buy, I'm sure they'll probably honor that for you. It's so close.
7: So what? So then, the, the, I got all my information on this computer. So what? They'll take this computer with all my information on so it.
2: So that's a great question. Um, you want to clean off your information. Okay. So you want to remove anything you wouldn't want somebody to, to look at because you're going to end up giving it to them, and then they're going to end up giving it back to HP. Uh, who knows who's going to look at it there. Um, great great point. Um, so delete anything you don't want or copy off, back it up to another hard drive, or you can ask them to help you with that. They do have a desk there, I think, um, to help you with that kind of stuff. But I think swapping it out would be the best. Either way, if you send it in for repair, you don't want to have your information on it, right?
7: Right. So what do I do? I, I have a, an external hard drive that was backed up until January. I haven't done a backup on this one. Oh. Um, have
2: you made any changes? Any, is there any data on there that you're worried about? Have you made it since you bought it?
7: Well, no, not since I bought it. Okay. No, so, but, yeah. Uh,
2: so go delete the stuff that's on there that you're worried about, any any of the data that's sitting there in your C drive. You may have to get on the phone with your nephew, right? Your nephew was the one that helped you? Yeah, yeah. Get, get on with him and have him walk you through deleting some of the stuff that you want to get out there so that nobody sees it and then bring it back to the store.
7: Okay, how can I delete it? it? Just go in. I mean, with the blinking screen, just be able to delete. I'll be well,
2: you need to probably plug in another screen. Do you have a Do you have a regular computer in your home?
7: No, I don't. This is my only one. Do
2: you have somebody you could borrow a regular screen from?
7: Yeah, I guess so. I can.
2: Yeah, if you have maybe you have a, a, an LCD TV, it's a good idea too. But if you have a friend that you could borrow a screen, plug it into the the, the laptop, it probably won't be blinking then. And if it isn't, then you can go ahead and try to delete your data. If it is blanking, then you might need assistance, technical assistance, from the you know, the folks at the store.
6: At the
7: store? Yeah. Uh-huh. For the screen, I need somebody with a desktop that the screen is yeah. separate from the computer and You yep. can't use a laptop. Correct. Okay.
2: You're exactly right.
7: Uh-huh. Okay. And then can I make a, a new a backup? I have an external hard drive where the backup is. You could,
2: but you already have the data you said and you haven't changed it, so why bother?
7: There was one update, I think, one by Windows.
2: One operating system update?
7: Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Yeah.
2: You're going to get the new computer, then you're going to have to update it anyway, so you're not missing anything there. You're just worried about your data.
7: Oh, okay. All right. So just try to get another screen, and then I can work on from that screen.
2: Yep, and do it quickly, because I don't know how long they'll let you wait to return it if it's past 30 days. But even your credit card might have a longer period to return it, too. So keep uh, that in okay. mind, too. Check your credit card. It might offer some sort of support. I don't know.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, okay. Beatrice?
7: Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck.
2: Yeah. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. I'm going to step out for a quick break. Uh, get back to your calls. Two lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six wtic 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. The lines are all getting... Jammed up like we predicted. So thank you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. Let's get right to your calls. We are going to go to um, let's go to Arlene and Meriden next. Hey, Arlene. Hi. What's up?
6: Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, I don't know if I can say. Can I say Apple? <laughs>
2: yes, can. you can say Apple.
6: Okay. Um, I got an iPad as a gift for the holidays, nice. and they they say um, iCloud. You, you, you have to use iCloud. And I remember you saying that iCloud isn't good.
2: No, um, I, all I've talked about with iCloud is that um, the encryption key to iCloud is available to Apple. So when we talk about security and how Apple talks about how secure their phones are, that might be true. They have security and encryption on the phone or the device, in your case, the, uh, the iPad. But the backup... Is encrypted, but Apple has the key. So if somebody wants access to the data, they just have to have us be asked to uh, give them the data. And now they have access to your, to your data. Now, obviously it has to be law enforcement. So if you're not doing anything wrong, um, you're fine. Uh, and of course, be careful with putting data up in, in the iCloud without any good passwords because there's been plenty of examples of the iCloud accounts getting hacked. So when the, you know, our celebrities take, you know, naked pictures of themselves, they're getting spread about the internet because their backups are being hacked so those are the things I've said it's you know okay it's all a matter of what you're putting out there Arlene really and having a good password but okay. it's not it's not locked up you know there's ways for them to get access to that data it's part of the agreement they made with the um, the government
6: okay the other question you mentioned a while ago that there's a good email um yeah to use from Switzerland,
2: Sweden, that's free and safe? Yep, it's an encrypted email service called ProtonMail. It's it's put together by a company in Sweden and uh, some folks over here, uh, I think either MIT or it was involved. It's a good option um, if you're looking for a very secure email box because that is also encrypted. So how do
6: you... Is it one word? Proton dot yeah. mail. We'll
2: put a link up there for you, Arlene. We'll put a link to Proton Mail, and you can check it out and read read some reviews. You should do some research. You know, there's other email program, uh, email services that are out there. The benefit of going with one that you've separately configured is that you're not locked into your internet provider's email, and you're not using the free stuff from you know Gmail or Hotmail or that kind of stuff or SBC Global, which all those things could end up just going away anytime you know if you if you can figure your own and especially if you pay for it proton does have a free mail service but if you pay for it then you then you know the service will be there for you unless the company goes out of business right that happens too okay
6: and this is from what switzerland or
2: yeah uh switzerland not sweden switzerland sorry
6: okay yeah okay thank you so much
2: yeah you're welcome arlene and enjoy your ipad
6: thank you all right bye-bye bye-bye
2: yeah. Well, there's a bit of a misnomer as far as the security. And I, I, we'll talk about it again. I can put a link up there for you again. You know, the I, I, only reason it really triggered me was a couple of uh, weeks back. I think Todd was talking about how great Apple was at securing their device. And, and <laughs> the backup's not secure. The device is, <laughs> but the backup's not. Um, they can get the access to the key they need. So let's go to Barbara in Southbury next. Hey, Barbara.
5: Hello. What's up? Uh, I just wanted to comment for the lady who um, had a problem with her uh, computer Mm -hmm. um, where stuff had failed, and you say, take it back. Yeah,
2: the laptop is about 30 days old.
5: Yeah, well, I had a problem with um, a DVD, no, I'm sorry, a CD player Mm -hmm. that uh, makes me think about her problem and how this could be a problem on computers. Uh Uh-huh. I bought this as a gift for my husband a few Christmases back. Yeah. And it was really cool because it said it could handle six CDs. Most of them do five. Yeah. I don't think they do that anymore because this is a bad design. (laughs) We loaded it up with all the favorite CDs to play it for the first time, closed the drawer, yeah, and it jammed.
2: (laughs) That stinks.
5: Never heard a peep from it. Oh, no. Took it back shortly after that. Yeah. And um, they said, oh, yeah, we'll take it back. I said, I don't want you just to take it back. I want my CDs back, because these were oldies but goodies you oh, know, it, from our collection.
1: Yeah, yeah. it ate them.
5: And they said, well, we well, can get, do that for you, and it'll be our usual labor costs mm-hmm. and minimum charge and so on and so forth. Or yeah. you can take it home and try to pry it out yourself, <laughs> Okay. which I think is what we wound up doing. Yeah. Um, but that... Ticked me off. Sure, that wasn't the first word that came to my mind, I but know, I know. <laughs> um, okay. because it's just you know the very first use, yeah, and it jams and it's a bad design because yeah. it can't handle the six. I think that's my interpretation. Yeah, um, <laughs> they stinks. should be responsible for getting them out, and they probably know extremely well how to do it very Maybe. smoothly, as opposed to me, what I call butter knifing it.
2: <clears throat> I hear you
5: taking but, the butter knife out of the drawer. Yeah, and <laughs>
2: frying it open. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so, not going to speak to defend them. I mean, half of half the folks could have been selling sneakers the week before. Uh <laughs> so who knows if they knew how to do it or not, but it really you're right, it comes down to customer service. And and brick and mortar these days have a problem. That's true. They really need to, to give you a reason to keep going back to them and that the service is really going to have to be stepped up. Otherwise, cuz we can get bad service from from mail order Easily, right?
3: True. So
2: if you're going to get the same bad service, whether it's mail order or you walk into the brick and mortar, if you can be delivered literally within the same day when you order it from Amazon, which is mind-boggling to me and hugely inefficient, but that's what they're doing. <laughs> um,
5: Time is money. Yeah,
2: you can actually, you know, <laughs> the brick and mortar really needs to improve their, their customer service and maybe offer some coffee and donuts when you walk in. I don't know.
5: Well, <laughs> sorry, I, know. Barb. I try to be nice to people. But, yeah, it, but it made me think about computers because yeah. you lo- you know, you get a brand new computer – Right. And you, let's say, put your little, uh, I forget what to call them, a the thing from your camera.
2: Your which, your your uh, little little picture disc, your yeah. picture card there, Yeah, your SD it, card.
5: You know, the value for that, for buying the new little picture card, is squat. Right. But the pictures, you can't get back. No. So that goes in there, and that's...
2: It's going to eat them. It'll swallow them.
5: ...by this bad computer, <laughs> which has got a physical flaw to it. Right. That you can't see until it's too late. you
2: got a butter knife it. <laughs> Just don't have it plugged in and make sure the battery's out, or that might be a little bit of a rude awakening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bart. Thanks for the call. All
5: right. Have a good
2: day. You too. Bye-bye. Ah, oh, butter knifing. In. We've all done it. We've all done it. We've all been there. We've all got those butter knives. We that have a tool little... for the job. Oh, yeah. Those, <laughs> those nicks on them. They're not quite as smooth as they used to be. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get, a, get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We'll be right back.
5: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? Over
3: here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.